0: Hey, what is up everybody? Welcome to the last ever episode of the sketchbook podcast for 2019. Yeah, I'm I'm getting used to saying 2020 already right now. So right, in this episode, right? uh, I just wanna talk about a bunch of things about 2020, how my 2019 went, and what are some of the lessons that I've learned? And you know, hopefully, what are some of the things that I'm gonna take with myself into 2020? So let's get into the episode. All right, so yeah, I just went through what I did in 2019. Now I just looked at the goals that I set for myself in 2019 and uh, you know, I, I did a review of all the things right with my notebook right here, you know, just, just took some review of what happened, what I did, what are some of the things that I uh, achieved and uh, you know, looking back, I would say this is the first year, right? I've actually, Let me just set my microphone a bit closer to myself. This is more comfortable. Yeah, good. So this is the first year that I've actually achieved my New Year's resolution ever in my entire life. I set a New Year's resolution last year and I achieved it this year. This has never happened in my entire life. But by the way, I've, I've only been setting New Year's resolution say, since 2015 or something like that. So, yeah. Before that, it was just like a wish list. Oh, I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> I want to be <laughs> famous like Justin Bieber. <laughs> Right, I mean, uh, that's that's what you do, right? Like when you're young and dumb and broke, <laughs> that's what you wanted to be, and we if, we if didn't know any anything better. So those are the kinds of I wouldn't say I wouldn't call them New as a resolution. They were like dumb wish lists. This year I was like realistic for the first time ever. I think uh, realistic I was. I have some notes and thoughts on that, which I want to share on the later in this podcast. But uh, yeah, you know, what? uh, let me just quickly go over, right? Some of the things which happened, like some of the highlights of my last year. I don't think I've noted everything down, but this seems like the thing that that just came to the top of my head in the last 30 minutes. So a couple of things, good things that happened last year was one, uh, by the way, right, for the first half of 2019, the the year didn't start out right for me. I'll tell you that I was very confused at the start of 2019. I, uh, YouTube was like very weird for me. I, I didn't like exactly the kind of content I was making. And uh, it was boring for the first two or three months. I didn't do much for the, for, you know, in the first half of 2019. But later on, I picked up, I picked up the pace. First up, right, uh, let's talk about YouTube. YouTube was like, a, it's a, it is a big part of my life. I, I set myself a goal last year to make 52 YouTube videos. I made 30, which is great, awesome. One more video still in the bank, we're working on that. So once that video goes out, 30, 31 YouTube videos and that's not counting all the other minuscule mini tiny miny, no mini tiny content that I made for my second channel and some one or two videos which I made for like some uh, brands and things like that so yeah pretty pretty good year so all these videos did take time and each and every single video took different lengths of time for me to make so idea was to make A video every week in 2019 which didn't happen but uh, because some videos took me say around two uh, two weeks three weeks sometimes some videos even took a month for me to make so you know that's that's a lot of time for me to uh, you know spend on making videos but I didn't make 30 YouTube videos I'm very proud of that and the YouTube channel gained over 100,000 subscribers last year so awesome that's really great And you know, uh, I made seven podcast episodes since September. So this is another podcast episode. I'm, I'm really trying to be consistent with me making my podcast because this is my place for me to think and do stuff like that, right? Like think and articulate thoughts and share ideas and stuff like that. So seven podcast episodes since September, which is pretty damn good. If you ask me, I think, wait, this is the seventh episode. So yeah, technically seven episodes and 7 million views last year on YouTube. That's a, that's a big number. If you it's, think about it, like 7 million people sitting in a stadium. I'm, I'm trying to do all kinds of these positive affirmation thingies in my head because my brain, by default, goes into the negative mode of thinking, oh wait, it's just 7 million. It's not 10 million, it's just 7 million, right? so to be honest 7 million is a pretty pretty big number right so yeah i'm 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 very happy and very boggled in the good way (laughs) looking at these numbers instagram was really awesome i made 288 posts grown by 55,000 followers. I was 25,000 followers at the start of this year, right now at nearly 80,000 and 1.1 million likes. I don't like to go over these vanity metrics. I'll give you that first. Like These are all vanity metrics like, oh, this many subscribers, this many things. But there aren't any quantifiable things that I can use to judge progress so i have to go through these things so bear with me right so let's get into the projects you know with these vanity metrics on instagram and youtube and all that crap (laughs) so one of the biggest projects of last year was 100 days of sketching Launched and finished that thing, one of the most successful projects I've ever done. Uh, uh when we started the challenge, I, I think I've mentioned this before, right? A- around about 35 000 to 40,000 posts, 40,000 plus posts have been done by people under the challenge. And I personally know at least 50 to 60 people who have actually completed the entire challenge because I've actually selected them. I, I think we have over. Uh, 100 to 200 people who have actually did a drawing every single day for 100 days, right? I know them. Then I've actually met a couple of them who have actually showed me their 100. I keep seeing people, right? I keep seeing people in my workshops and things. They all like Keshav I finished 100 days of sketching. Here is my book full of 100 drawings. That's amazing. That's like the biggest achievement, for me this year, right, to make or to be a part in the, in the process of making that many people take action and start and finish a project, uh, through that, that, that is one of the biggest things and over 35 to 40,000 people I've at least drawn once. In this challenge, which is amazing, right? Next year is going to be even bigger. I know that for sure. 100 days of sketching is going to be a thing. It's going to be the thing. I'm sure about that. So that is one. And I've personally made over 100 illustrations as part of that challenge, which is awesome. Which is really great, right? Like 100 of those 288 posts. Have come from 100 days of sketching. So on Instagram, so that has been that has been a game changer for me in terms of my artistic abilities. I've improved so much in that 100 days. It's crazy, right? So that is one. And uh, this is the part where I achieved my newest resolution. I wanted to create and launch two drawing courses online. Right, get into the process of creating products and sharing it with. You know, out there, you know, with the people in the world. So that that was one of my biggest goals last year, and I did it. I launched and published two drawing courses, which took a considerable amount of time for me to make, but I did it. It, it approximately two and a half months of solid work together, put together. Yeah, so that's 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 like a big, big, big achievement for me. And uh, I've, I've conducted, say, around. 10 workshops, 10 plus workshops, probably thought over say 200 plus students live. I think I'm, that number is way too low. I think I'm just throwing that number out of my head because it was like 50 people, 25 to 50 people average per workshop, uh, 50 in the last, the last couple of workshops have, have just been getting sold out and sold out and sold out. And, uh, uh, people. Okay. It wasn't always 50. The numbers, uh, the number was like 35 to 50 only for the so past I mean, I five so workshops. Yeah. That's it. Ah, nice. 500. Wow. wow. At least, may, I think at least about around about 250 people. I don't know. So maybe, I don't know. Let's keep it safe. And let's say 150. <laughs> Actually, it's more than that. Way more than that. Yeah, it was like 150 in just three workshops so around more than 200 people i've thought more than 200 people live 200 to 250 people live and every single one of them liked it not like loved it because i keep uh uh, uh you know looking at these feedback forms and everyone is like five stars five stars five stars <laughs> i'm not bragging right here trust me this is this is this i i don't know i i don't know if this is the case for workshops or i'm really good at this i don't know which part is true <laughs> so that thing has been amazing right one of the uh, and, and also this is the first year I've, I've ever got in inside of a airplane a flight i've never flown before in my entire life <laughs> too broke to fly right this year i made more money than i want to and you can never make more money than you want to. <laughs> I think I'm. I'm made, I'm made. I'm I'm. the most financially comfortable ever in my entire life. I'll say. I'll. T- I'll tell you that. Uh, all because of I. I made some right decisions. Uh, you know, so I got to fly for the first time, saw the clouds and everything looked so tiny down below, right? It was like, wow, this is how things work. It was a night flight for the first time. But when I traveled to uh, Hyderabad, I saw clouds, right? Like real clouds. It was like flying in midst of floating castles. It was really amazing to watch that. I paid for my own flight. How cool is that? Like Yeah, that's awesome. My brother, who's like five years old, right? He's gone to Japan already. Japan or Singapore. I don't know. Malaysia or Dubai. I don't know. Yeah. His parents paid his flight. I paid my own flight. (laughs) I'm talking smack with my five-year-old brother. That's so bad. (laughs) Anyways, so... That, that that i'd i'd like to sort of uh, think of all these little tiny things this year because I've, I've i've definitely been more grateful than past years because that has positively affected my uh, mentality a lot i've learned to look at the, uh, the the half glass full part of my life which has really helped me uh say you know stay more optimistic about things, which is really nice. I've practiced a lot of gratitude and that is has really, really, really helped me. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's one of the things, man. Uh, I also finished my Inktober project, you know, made 21 illustrations. No, no, 12, 12 illustrations, 12 square illustrations, which is to take a lot of time. I wanted to make 31, but I made 12. So yeah. So these are all like some of the highlights of my year right so uh so what i want to really talk about is right what did i learn how did i go about doing things how can i make 2020 the year right i, I, w- I want to really m- double my productivity double my things I want to be a better person. 2020. See, I don't believe in setting New Year's resolution because just to, like another date on the calendar, it's like not much. But right, but that there's something about that new year that's like everyone wants to make a damn change. Everyone wants to get in the gym, lose weight, get some six-pack abs. <laughs> there's something that's so weird no I, w- I wouldn't say because there is something really profound about new year which is like the earth is completing its 365 day marathon that day so it calls for a celebration right so people are celebrating happy and they want to make a positive change in their life so some of the things that i've learned or some of the things that i'm going to take away with myself for the next year i'm still thinking about this because i'm still thinking of s- setting goals for the next year so speaking of setting goals i don't set goals meaning a year is a way big amount of time for you to just set one goal and just focus on it because things change people change opportunities change you never know what comes what you know right even though i set some lots of goals at the start of 2019 i i've only achieved one of those things but i i did a lot of other things which i didn't set out to do right so one i don't set goals what i do is i approach things on a project man i forgot to switch off my phone man sorry yeah switch switching off my phone <laughs> so <laughs> wow i'm so distracted for this podcast anyways approaching things with a six month project basis has helped me a lot. This is a trick I learned from this guy named Tim Ferriss. We all probably know them. Uh, he's an author. He's, he's this big popular dude, just Google him. He's, he's got something, he's got a, the Tim Ferriss podcast. He talks about two week experiments and six month projects, meaning you start something, you go at it as an experiment for say a period of one or two weeks. If it works out, turn it into a six month project, get it done, get it over, over with, put it out, done, finished. Then, uh, that's it, right? That's how I approach things. And that was one of the, uh, the, the biggest ways I was able to sort of achieve, say multiple things this year, despite my huge want to procrastinate and just waste my days away with complete and utter bull crap. So, so this, this was the thing focusing on one project at a time and going at it say three to six months at a time and just doing if you did say three to four projects a year three to four meaningful good projects a year that's like in five years you would have completed what three fours are no four fives are 20 yeah 20 projects <laughs> 20 projects 20 projects a year right i mean no, not a year, 20 projects in five years. 20 projects in five years is a lot of time. Think about it, it's a, for 20 meaningful projects. Man, whenever I record these things, Sashi, I think we need to close that door. But whenever I record these podcasts, man, people just go and I, I should stop recording things in the evening. Anyways, I don't think you'll be able to hear that. I'm able to hear that some noises. Anyways, yeah, 20 projects in say five years. Wow, now there's a lot of echo in this room. <laughs> so 20 projects in five years is is, is a big number provided all those 20 projects are really meaningful. Maybe I think we should, we need to open the door slightly. Da. Yeah. Sorry guys. We're keeping this real right here, right? Yeah. I think that is good. Yeah. Fine. This is fine, man. man. I'm so sorry about this. Anyways, actually, I'm not sorry. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm not sorry. So focusing on one project at a time, is a big thing that i've learned this year and say spending say one month on one project getting it done or one or two months if if your project is really big getting it done getting it out there focusing on that has helped me a lot because me as an artist right uh, i'm a person who wants to do everything i want to do this i want to do that i want to do another thing i want to write comics i want to draw illustrations i want to make a book i want to make youtube videos i want to make short films animated films i don't know, feature films i don't know something right i want to do all these things the thing is i I think i can do them all but i don't think i can do all of them at the same time so focusing on one thing at a time even though we know this right i know this thing oh i need to focus on one thing at a time am i doing it yeah, I've only did it in 2019. Before that, I, I know that I knew it. I knew I had to focus on one thing at a time, but I didn't do it. Funny quote, which I want to insert here. Funny thought, not a funny thought. An interesting thought from Jordan Peterson. who he, he says one of the ways you can test if you actually believe something is actually note your actions or see your actions. If your actions doesn't match your belief, Then means you're not actually, you don't actually believe that thing. You're just lying to yourself saying that you believe that thing. If you actually believe that thing, you act out your belief, sort of. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, I've acted out my belief last year. Focus, 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 focus is so underrated in this world of distraction and social media and 20 second TikTok videos. But yeah, right, man, we're going to an age of completely. I don't think I don't think we'll have we're going to have a worse attention span than that of a goldfish in like two years. Max, like people won't be able to focus on stuff like. Yeah, anyways, (laughs) ranting. So another lesson is right. uh, I have these couple of lessons. I have like seven to eight lessons that I want to share quickly. So second, first one is focus on one project at a time. Focus on six month projects or three month projects or one month project depending on how long you can maintain your focus. So that is one. Two is stop stopping hopping around. How do, you, how do I phrase this? Stopping to, stop hopping around from one thing to another thing without actually finishing that thing. I have this problem called screw arounditis. I have even considered making a video. It's a disease. It's it's the, the disease is you screw around from one thing to another thing because you have multiple passions and multiple interests and you cannot pick one. It's the worst thing that you can do. And I did that with my workouts this year. My workouts have been horrible, right? My health wise has been horrible. But last half of the year, I got a trainer. I focused. I made some progress. So that was good. But the first time I was just screwing around, like one thing to another thing, to another thing, to another thing, jumping around, hoping that the next thing will be better, right? It never works out. It's you're way better off seeing one thing through and finishing it rather than just jumping around from one to another, to another, to another. So I had this problem. So what I'm doing is I'm setting myself some accountability this year uh, in terms of, working out so i'm doing this thing called 100 days starting january 1st i think i might start it a little earlier i don't want to wait till january 1st so and i'm going to focus on one program getting that thing done seeing the results moving on to the next one one at a time so yeah hopping around from one thing to another thing if uh, especially when you're a passionate creative Man, it doesn't work out, man. it doesn't work out. And at least it hasn't for me. So the third thing, third biggest lesson of the year is to build tiny habits, instead of trying to build huge habits. Either go tiny or either go big, meaning either your habits should be so easy, you don't even have to think about it, or your habits should be so hard and life transforming, you just focus on that thing and get that thing done. Either you pick a habit of doing one push up every day for the next year to get into a habit of exercising or you can you can just set yourself a big goal of wanting to work out every day for one hour a day but know that that's the only thing that you can do you won't be able to focus on other things in your life because it takes a lot of willpower and focus to get that thing done. Tiny habits have been awesome. I'm, I'm, ever since I came across it two and a half weeks back, I'm just like constantly talking about it. So I've adopted, wait, I forgot to do my tiny habit today. Damn it. I broke the ritual. I broke the ritual. One of the my tiny, I have three tiny habits. I forgot to do one. But the other one evolved uh, into something bigger. Uh, I, I, one of my habits was to meditate for three breaths every morning. Uh, after I drink my water right so since today I started meditating for longer I actually have been meditating for longer than three breaths right I'm like sitting down I feel good I'm just like meditating 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 and a couple of minutes gets passed and I open my eyes and I feel man it's good it's good it's nice right so that's the thing so you start out tiny and eventually that habit sort of evolves and you know turns into something bigger one of my habits was to do two push-ups after going to the bathroom every single time. I'm doing a lot of push-ups and I'm, I'm feeling really lean these days. And lean in the sense I, I, I feel good. I feel good. I feel hot in the sense I don't feel I don't know. <laughs> I feel hot in the sense I'm doing a lot of activity. My body's like really heating up. So that's that's the thing. See, it's simple habits, simple things, man, tiny changes putting our ego down for a second you know it's it's good to aim big but being unrealistic as to how how how, within what time frame you need to achieve that is what's sort of setting us uh, ourselves for up for failure right and focusing on these mini tiny habits and doing those things has helped me way more this year than anything else anything else so yeah I'm making a video on it, I want to talk about it. It can be as insi- insignificant as drawing one line a day. You know what, this is, good. This is good. some of you can take up this New resolution. Most of you won't. I, ha- I have taken up one, uh, You can take up a resolution of drawing one line a day, a line is going to probably take you 30 seconds, but 99% of the time or 80% of the time or 77.2% of the time, you'll draw more than one line, right? You can write one word a day, one word, one word, if you're a writer, right? One word, you'll probably write more than one word, definitely, but our ego is too big to see that as a challenge and we won't take it up because we are too good. And we'll only wake up on December 31st, 2020 to say, man, I wish I had taken up that challenge. So I've taken up the challenge of doing one pull up a day for 2019. So hopefully if I don't have any injuries, if I don't get sick, if I don't have any elbow tendonitis from drawing too much, hopefully that'll be good. So I'm gonna be doing one pull up every day for 2019. 2020 yeah so oh, sorry yeah 2020 <laughs> yeah i couldn't do one i need to go back in time to do that so yeah i'm gonna do one pull up in 2019 check out this book called uh, mini habits by stephen guys really really good book really good book so yeah sashi is getting some cough right now i think he can just cough right here i don't mind we have we have a very real podcast right here by the way this is the first year i've uh, got myself a full-time video producer Sashikan. say hello. hi hello see that's Sashikan khan he's my very good best friend from college he's my only friend from college <laughs> same, same joke <laughs> <laughs> same joke Anna. yeah we, we we were the only kids uh in our uh, uh what program who wanted to be there because we wanted to make films other people with they got into uh they uh, they got into it because they didn't want to do engineering or doctorate or some other other crap Indian parents force their children to do so yeah so anyways yeah he's he's already a producer he's editing a lot of things these days he's doing a good job maybe y'all can give him a clap I don't think he can hear that clap I think he's clapping for himself right now (laughs) so anyways yeah so that is number three right building tiny habits number four this is another thing that I'm, I'm thinking of doing this year. So after this podcast, this, is my, this, is the, this podcast is where I think about things. After this podcast, I'll be going back and setting some good uh, goals for myself for, or good projects for myself for this year. Realistically see what I can achieve and what I can do and go from there. So the fourth one is stop procrastinating by doing this one little thing, which is blocking out two to three hours per day, focusing on your one big project, making progress and calling it a day. This seems so simple, but like the one line habit, right? If you block out two to three hours a day, every weekday, or something like that 19 good chance that you'll do more, right? Most of the days be focused. I think I am going to definitely do this. Yeah, I think I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm definitely doing this. I'm going to block out, say, because my goal, my theory has always been right. You won't be wasting your days by procrastinating, which is a big problem of mine. If you just, just did one good high quality thing a day, the day won't be wasted. You do do a couple of these good daily rituals, Every day, like say, you work out for 30 to 45 minutes. You get one good, high quality project done. You focus on it for two to three hours of that day. You get that thing done. And you eat well. You sleep well. You, uh, you know, do some drawing if you're a creative person. And, uh, you know, do a couple of other things, right? Meditate or journal. Have five to six habits that you want to do every single day for. or or if you day if you do it on most days that day is considered to be productive man that's a successful day you have more successful days you have more successful years more successful years more successful life so one thing a day is is my philosophy it's my thing okay i'm gonna do i i'll definitely try this out i'm gonna try this out for for the first two or three weeks of 2019 see how it goes and go from there. And another thing is you don't have to set a new year's resolution. You can set a new week's resolution or a new month resolution. See how that thing goes, test it out. Then actually you can probably try out a new year's resolution. So that's another thought that's coming up into my head. This is a jumble podcast, but I just want to get it out there. I have a lot of new year's thingies or vibes going on. Right. So that is one. I mean, there's a fourth thing. Fifth thing is here this is the thing i think i've I've aimed too low last year i think it's way better to set really big goals but not unrealistic goals i'm setting say big goals meaning goals that stretch yourself a lot if you can do more do more that's those are the kinds of the big goals that i'm talking about if if we really set some big goals even if we fail at those big goals we'll end up a lot farther than we had if we had just set small goals and i'm going to contradict that by saying set really small goals that are so damn easy that you'll know that you'll hit it 100 it's better to play in these extremes setting extremely big goals and setting extremely small goals so this is just thought i need to think this out through but i'm just uh, i need to talk it out sort of to sort of refine it sort of setting these mediocre middle goal that's what mediocrity means right I, I learned the meaning of mediocrity the word mediocrity means comes from the greek word medius ochrus, meaning literally middle of the mountain right that's what it means either be at the bottom of the mountain or at the top of the mountain being in the middle of the mountain like why are you in the middle of the mountain, <laughs> right meaning see the, the top of the mountain depends what what uh, it, uh, what that means changes from person to person. My top of the mountain might not be what Sashikan's top of the mountain, right? My bottom of the mountain might not be what someone else's bottom of the mountain. So yeah, whatever that's really ambitious for you aim for that, but set a really sa- easy thing that you can achieve. You know, build up, build up. That's something that we can try, right? Setting big goals without fear, or with fear, whatever, but really setting not unrealistic goals. I think it takes a lot of practice. You know, it takes a couple of years of setting New Year's resolution to know the difference between setting big goals and setting unrealistic goals. I've set unrealistic goals, right? Setting big goals is way different. So I think, I, I don't know what, uh, people need to sort of experiment and find out what big means for them. So sixth one is doing an 80-20 analysis every year or every month is, which is good thing. Another thing, another trick I learned from Tim Ferriss is to instead of trying to set a new year's resolution, you can try this. I don't set goals. Actually, I said projects. I want to rephrase that. I don't set goals. I'd rather set projects or systems or habits. You know, a project might be, oh, I need to get fit. Okay. What exactly fit means? Okay. Get to this weight, get to this thing, get to this thing specifics. And it has a time frame. It has a deadline. That's what I mean by projects. A project is something that you can get it done. A goal is is like sort of like a hit or miss thing, which is sort of messes with people's head. So yeah, doing an 80-20 analysis, uh, which is you can just divide your paper into two, right? Plus and minus and say, what is is the biggest thing that affected, what is the 20% of the thing last year, which gave me 80% of the results, you know? If I look at it, say 20% of the things which let, gave me 80% of the happiness last year. What are those things? Hmm. Teaching, I really love that part. I really like going to workshops. Making YouTube videos once in a while, but not all the time. Yeah, that really does make me happy. So that is one. And uh, podcasts, these are fun. I like to do that. I like to do more of that. Drawing makes me really, really happy. Drawing illustrations, as long as it is on video, really something I think I'm not exactly happy at my happiest when I make weekly videos because the weekly videos are really hard and you just need to have to focus on them just those things and if those weekly videos don't have any drawing in them or illustrative aspects in them I get bored so yeah right Making high quality videos once in a while that makes me happy. Maybe I should probably do all those things. Okay, so what are the 20% of the things that gave me 80% of the negative emotions last year? Mm, Let me see. Well, procrastinating definitely. Uh, What else? I'm just thinking. Doing a lot of these bad habits and bad behaviors on my in my day-to-day lives. Definitely, that needs to go. And uh, what else, uh, not doing my one thing for the day and just f- procrastinating and watching YouTube videos. So that is another thing. See, you can, you can, what you can do is next year you can go like, okay, I'll do more of the pluses, less of the minus. You don't have to completely eliminate it. Rather, you can go, I'm going to do more of this, less of this, more of this, less of this. Over, say, five years, you'll be doing a lot more of this, a lot less of this. That's way better. I definitely stop, le- you know, binge eating. I think i have really gotten good at that in the last six months, ever since I hired a personal trainer. <laughs> so yeah, binge eating gone. Yeah, that's a, that's a plus point. That's actually a thing. My entire family suffers from binge eating. <laughs> so yeah, that's a plus side that I don't have that problem, at least to a big degree. So yeah, sixth one is doing an 80-20 analysis. Uh, seventh one, last one, which, which I have is to maintain an accomplishment journal. I tried doing that last year. I didn't follow through on it because it was not a proper system. I think I want to do it this year because I don't remember a lot of good things I did last year because I, I don't I don't remember because I haven't noted down because I did do a lot of good things happy and a lot of even more things I've accomplished last last year but I don't have a track of those things. I think I need to do this thing, which uh, writer Austin Cleon does, which is he maintains a log book, a log book, where he just makes a log of his days. You know, he just writes down. Oh, I went to this, did this, 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 this. And at the end of the year, he probably goes back at it. Let's see if I can do that. Whatever change that you want to make, you have to be specific as to say, when are you going to do it? Where are you going to do it and what? particular, you need to build it into your existing daily routine. That's how tiny habits work for me. If you're just throwing out an arbitrary habit which is I want to work out one hour every day. Okay, when, where, after which thing that you're already doing that you're going to do this particular new habit. If you're not clear and specific about that, that new habit isn't going to stick. I've learned that I've i medit- I've, I've built a habit of meditating consistently for months on, you know, for months and months and months, but completely stopped doing that before because I didn't specify when and where I was gonna do that habit. You know, these things seem so trivial, but man, these are things thing that brings the actual change that you wanna see in your life, right? So I, f- I feel like a self-help guru right now. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, knowing when and where and also forming identity-based habits is way better than non-identity-based habits. Anyway, these are all like very specific things that I'm mentioning here. Uh, If you wanna know more about habits and habit building and all these things, uh, go check out Atomic Habits by James Clear. Really good book. I'm listening to the audiobook right now. I'm focusing on building good quality habits next, next year good quality tiny habits i'm not focusing on big habits i'm just going to focus on tiny habits next year see where that leads who knows right you know just focus on uh one pull up a day right eating my multi-vitamins uh you know doing push-ups then then what else what, what was the other thing yeah meditating <laughs> so you know things like that my meditation has evolved right now. I'm. I felt so good this morning. It was amazing. I haven't felt like that because I've meditated for like seven, eight, nine months consistently. Then I stopped. Then I was ever since then I've been trying to get back at it. Get back at it. Get back at it. And for some reason it felt boring. I wasn't able to do it. I don't know, something f- felt wrong. Then I took on this tiny habit then i saw myself as a person who meditates rather than trying to build a meditating habit because you know identity based habits right meaning you would do a thing if you form an identity around it rather than trying to build a behavior around it if you you're way better off saying i am i'm a guy or a girl who works out rather than say i'm gonna work out for 30 minutes or i'm gonna work out every day or something like that You know, that's the difference. That was the biggest lesson, another thing, right? Form and identity. This is what I want to end this podcast.